If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description. Bitcoin dropped to nearly $30,000 and you're freaking out because you decided to get in right now. Don't worry, we've got your answers right here tonight. Cryptoasis starts right now. What's up, guys? It's your man, Donovan Sharp, and welcome to the third edition of Cryptoasis. I, of course, am your host, Donovan Sharp. Joining me are two of the most knowledgeable experts in the crypto game. Of course, we have Cultivate Crypto. And I don't know if, I don't know, I may, are you guys, you, see, neither of you guys is Batman or Robin. Like, you guys are kind of like Batman and Batman. Uh, at any rate, uh, it's good to see you guys today. Uh, Charlie, what's going on with you, man? How you doing? I think uh, unmute yourself. Yeah, there you go. Forgot there, about there that. We there we go. No, doing great, right. man. Just kind of chilling here. It's Sunday uh, afternoon here. Oh, wow. That's right. Yeah, you're in Tokyo. So it's like, you know, next Tuesday or whatever the case may be. Miguel, <laughs> Miguel how you holding up, brother? Pretty good, man. I'm en I'm enjoying the volatility. Let's just say that much. <laughs> the volatility. <laughs> listen, listen, let's get right into it. So last week when we were on, Bitcoin was all the way up to 43,000. We're on here making predictions. I think it could be at 65. I think it could be at 70. It dipped all the way to $30,000. Now, at this time, I think it's somewhere around 36, 37. Um, whatever the case may be, a lot of guys, and like there are all sorts of articles being written, all sorts of re revisionist history. Guys are freaking out. I'm going to start with you, uh, Dollar Cost Crypt. Okay. I want you to talk, listen, talk, talk Joe Crypto off the ledge. Why should he not just bail and just sort of ride this out and understand that course corrections are part of the crypto game? Right. I mean, outside of that, right? I mean, and nothing fundamentally has changed at all. Institutions right. are still buying. Uh, just a couple days ago, we had one of the first um, actual insurance companies start buying Bitcoin. They bought $100 million worth hmm. of it put on their balance sheet. So that's that's a first, that's a very, very important domino in terms, as soon as the, ins the insurance, once that insurance company does okay and they've proven it, you'll start slowly getting more and more buys into the market. And it, it, it nothing, absolutely nothing has changed. This is just a little volatility put out here to, to basically kind of shake out some of these guys who don't know what's going on and essentially try to steal their stuff. But nothing's happened wrong. If you just hold on, if, if, if we if maybe like a year from now we say something has changed we'll tell you here on the show but nothing has changed at all so don't worry everything's okay, okay. very good listen that makes me feel a lot better uh cultivate crypto talk Joe I just invested in crypto off the ledge listen man I got in when it was at, when it was at 43 I wanted to go 5x 10x 20x and all of a sudden I've already taken a lot of I've only been this thing in this week in for a week the whole crypto thing is BS. I want out. Tell that guy why he needs to stand pat. Well, two things, right? One, you haven't actually realized the loss until you sell, right? Right. So <laughs> there's true. Very a true. lot of people who they they get caught up in the volatility, but they're not looking at what's the goal when you first got in, right? If the goal right. when you first got in was that 5 to 10x, well, then hopefully you got more into Ethereum than into Bitcoin. But um, Bitcoin as well still has a potential, you know, 
uh, still, you know, five to 10 X in it within this bull market. So it's like, okay, how long are you going to be in the market? So if you're looking for that within a month, uh, sorry, right. That happens every once in a while, but you know, sure. uh, you gotta kind of understand the history as well. So when you look back on the charts and you look back at the history, well, in most bull markets with Bitcoin, when it has a drop and, and Ethereum as well, uh, it drops back somewhere between uh, 15 to 37% on average uh, on a normal pullback within a bull market. Uh, this last okay. one for Bitcoin was 28% and the last one for Ethereum was uh, 32% and within only four days. And the average uh, length for the majority are under a week long. So statistically, it's all in line with previous bull markets market still intact and if you look at the chart i believe it was the yeah 20 day moving oh, average can I share this out here yeah i'm gonna so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna share the uh oh, sure. give me a second i'm gonna share the screen yeah yeah, sure. yeah all right go ahead and so if you just uh take a look at this uh chart or whatever so we had these four days to the downside the majority have happened within the first three days um and then uh, if i turn on this it's going to look a little confusing but basically this red line right here is what we call a 20 day moving average. And so usually a healthy pullback will come to this line and then kind of uh, come back up. Now, this is kind of the pivot point for okay. Bitcoin. So if we do close below, I would say 35 or 34,000 within the next several days. And this is tonight? Days. Okay, go ahead within the next, okay, there you go. go ahead. Yeah, within the next several days, then, you know, it's possible it could start rolling over. So um, yeah, uh, if it does pull and when back, you say start rolling, when you say start rolling over, does that mean it goes up or down? Down. So okay. it'd gotcha. start rolling over the, the top of this, uh, 20 moving average and then kind of start coming back down to the next area of, uh, kind of support, which would be either right here around 27,000 or the next area after that would be around like 23 to 25,000. Now that as well would kind of shake some people out and freak some people out, um, you know, in addition, but um, if that does happen, uh, most of the guys uh, on our show understand, or when they're watching our shows, they understand by the dip. Um, because like, there you dollar, go. like dollar cost said right there, um, if you uh, are looking for, you know, how much uh, extra we have in this bull market, we still have plenty left. So um, we always okay. just say BTFD, buy that dip, baby. Buy that dip. Okay, very good. Now, dollar cost, um, and I'm going to come back to you, uh, Cultivate, because you said something very interesting about um, about Ethereum. But I want to I want to sort of uh, continue on what you were talking about. Buy the dip uh, is what uh, Cultivate Crypto just said. So dollar cost. Now, Ice Dragon Kid in the chat says buy buy in while it's dropping. Why is this good advice to those who don't understand? Well, it's going down. Why should I buy something that's losing value? Because the trend, so the trend hasn't been broken, right? If it was some, okay. if it was some gigantic drop that we dropped to like fifteen thousand dollars per Bitcoin, we just went wow. past the all time. You know, something drastic, nothing like that happened at all, right? So okay. when, when you're, the reason we say buy the dip is you're lowering your cost basis per Bitcoin, right? You don't okay. want to, you don't want to buy, you don't want to buy when it's hit, when it just hit forty five thousand for the first time ever. <laughs> you want to buy <laughs> when it's thirty thousand, you know, for you know, if you go. catch. So if well, sometimes what ends up happening is when there's these crazy wicks, wick downs, there's these huge opportunities where you can buy. Let's just say you you can buy a thirty one, and then it recovers okay. in a day back to thirty five. So you've now pocketed that four thousand dollar difference. Just like and that. Just like that. Obviously, if you're not buying full bitcoins, you you gain that percentage. But still, it's like a it's a really cool way to like to 
to just snag instant profits into your into your portfolio. Okay. Okay. So in other words, like like so so there that's the silver lining to this thing, right? Hey, listen, man. Bitcoin took a little bit of a dive. It was it listen, it was an expected course correction, but don't freak out. This is not out of the ordinary buy the dip because it's it eventually it is going to make its way back up. Now, cultivate crypto, I want to I want you to talk about what you said a little earlier. You said, "Hey, listen, man. Okay, so you might have freaked out if you had Bitcoin, but if you had Ethereum, you're in the driver's seat." Why is that? Yeah, uh, it's looking at the upside for the rest of the market, right? So at the top of the bull okay. market, we're looking for somewhere between minimum 100K per Bitcoin. And I would say absolute maximum in terms of the narratives that are out there right now would be maybe, maybe 400,000. But, yeah. you know, I, I would say it's a bit of a bit of a stretch. Um, yeah, sure, but still. So, so, but I'm looking more towards, let's say, 150,000 uh, per Bitcoin at the end of the bull market. Uh, all the way to maybe something around uh, 275. If it hits yeah. 300, that might uh, surprise some people as well, but it is possible. Um, whereas, so, I mean, that upside from here, right, is less than a 10X, right? Whereas for Ethereum, sure. hitting somewhere between 8,000 to 16,000 or even 20,000 is not without uh, out of the realm of possibility in this market. And right now, Ethereum's at $1,200. So it still has that, 10x potential uh in it oh, wow. and once ethereum starts taking over the market in terms of leading the market um in terms of price gains then you start to see a lot of the altcoins do well and we usually see that in the midway point to maybe the last third of the bull market um and so okay. uh then you get rampant speculation and, and you get these higher prices um and that's where a lot of the opportunity is Okay. Um, in the chat, um, Jason Moreno uh, wants to know, anyone on here using Webull, I tried buying into Bitcoin but couldn't get it figured out, ended up buying a bunch of Litecoin instead. Um, dollar cost, explain to my audience what Webull is and maybe maybe perform a little bit of tech support here for Jason Moreno as to why he was unable to buy the Bitcoin. Okay. It just sounds like a uh, there, there's a lot of exchanges out here. It's not one that I'm 100% uh, – I don't know this one by like the back of my hand, but if he already has access to to Litecoin, um, I'd have to ask him: Does he have the access? Does he have the ability to move it? If he does, he can move okay. that. He can move that Litecoin onto a different exchange, a Coinbase or maybe a KuCoin, and then exchange okay. that over to the cryptocurrency that he actually wants. Oh wow! It's a very easy sort of process, but we have to see first if you're you're allowed to withdraw. A lot of the times, in some of these um, kind of gate kept sort of uh, exchanges, on certain places, um, the coins are kind of locked in there. It's sort of like PayPal right now. You buy Litecoin on there, and you can't really move it off of PayPal yet. So right. you have right. to know for if you if they say if they allow you um, in the options to withdraw, that's very good. Now we, you set up a different account on KuCoin, and then from there copy the uh, the litecoin address on there and then withdraw and make sure that the two addresses are exactly the same and then send a small transaction of litecoin a very small like literally like two three dollars a test transaction to see that okay. it gets there and once it gets there That's good then from there you can start sending the whole the rest of the chunk you always want to send a test transaction especially if it's the first time you've ever sent to that address it right you just wait it out it could take 20 30 minutes for that first thing to get there you wait out if you lose a dollar, you're not that sad. If you lose a dollar, you you send a thousand dollars, you're gonna be really sad. If you <laughs> right. Yes. Right. 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 And, and, um, yeah. 
Right. Now you gave advice similar to this last week, and if I'm not, I, I can't remember. I can't remember what exactly it was. I think it might have been the cold storage or something. Like somebody asked you about how to. It, it was maybe either cold storage or something else. But you said, listen, you can. Oh, no, it was he had Bitcoin or some sort of cryptocurrency somewhere else. And he didn't know if he could move it over here to America. And I think you gave him similar advice. I can't I can't remember exactly. Yeah, there are certain exchanges. So like, let's just say depending on where he lives on the world, he might not be able to start like open up Coinbase account for some reason because of the jurisdiction. So this is where we we call these great great area exchanges, which is like a Binance and a KuCoin that they are a little more relaxed. And you're, they allow you to put your coins there, and then you can change them over, and then send them back to your to your wallet, your cold storage, or your main okay. wallet. You never want to leave your coins on the exchange. You want to you want to use the exchange for what it's worth, for what it, what mm-hmm. it's used for, which is exchanging your coins for other coins, and then moving that back to your safe place, which is your wallet or your phone wallet or wherever you have complete control over it. Okay, good. Uh, now, Charlie. Uh, Lorenzo Rock in the chat says, I heard it's healthy for the market to dip. Is there any truth to that? Or is that, oh, yeah. I mean, is that just Wall Street? Oh, okay. Nope, well, that's explain. 100% correct. Because okay. <laughs> if you uh, continue going up, just, uh, you know, we have these parabolic advances in, in Bitcoin's price where it's like, you know, right. nothing happening too much. Everybody's like, <clears throat> excuse me, everybody's like, Bitcoin, come on, do something. And all of a sudden it's like, boom, right? We get this huge run up. And that was what we had from October until uh, the early part of January. And that's just not sustainable. So if you have something that's not sustainable, go on too long, what's going to happen? The crash is going to be much, much worse, right? And that's true with anything uh, in life, right? Sure. Um, so it's the same with the charts and it's the same with the price. So yeah, if it just goes like to $100,000 tomorrow, then uh, watch out because yeah, you're sitting pretty good. Well, you're sitting pretty good. Then you want to take your profits because after that, the crash is going to be really, really hard and ah. might sustain a lot longer than it would otherwise. Okay, so let me let me let me hit you with this. And not that this would happen, but it is possible. So if Bitcoin, let's say I have forty five hundred dollars in Bitcoin, okay. Bitcoin goes to one hundred thousand dollars. You're going to advise me. You're going to say, Donovan, this is going to come right back down. So what yep. you need to do is you need to sell off a lot of it, pocket it. And, it, and make sure you have at least maybe 1.5x or 2x the principle that you had. That way, when it comes back down, you still you still gain something and still have your principle in there. Is that about right? Right. So you protect your original amount at least, but you probably at that point, if it's that extreme of a move for Bitcoin specifically, you would protect mm-hmm. all of your profits. And they have these things called stable coins within crypto, mm-hmm. um, which are just uh, coins which are stable to another asset like the dollar or gold. So you would okay. take it out and put it into something temporarily, right, for maybe a month or two, and then wait for that dip and then buy back in. Then the goal here is to get more Bitcoin or more crypto, right, if you believe um, in the long-term narrative and what you're looking, uh, if that's your goal long-term. If your goal is just like, you know, that one move, then yeah, get into cash, then, you know, get out. But in this case, you know, we know that Bitcoin will sustain like over this decade. And so we want to get more Bitcoin. We want to get more Ethereum. So we use those, um, big run-ups to gain price, lock our dollar value, and then buy uh, then buy the dip and get more coins. Perfect, perfect. Uh, Miguel, your thoughts on it's healthy for the market to dip. What are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, it just tends, it just, things get a little overextended. What, what Kind of what ends up happening is that because it's going up and up, right? You want to be the guy that buys the dips. You don't want to be the guy that buys the tops. <laughs> so what ends up happening is, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, Bitcoin's going up. Oh my God, let me, make a, let me get my credit card. Oh shit, let me sell my car. Let me go buy it. And they buy it. <laughs> I love time. it. I love it. Right. You you always want to wait. You always At the very least, you always want to wait when it gets a little boring. Let's just say it comes down. You, let's just say you don't buy the dip, but it's at a very stable price. Okay. Okay. Good time to buy. You don't want to be buying when it's going like this up, up and to the right. You want to buy when right. it's stable to actually going down because then you're lowering your okay. basis or you're getting just a good price for the token. I mean, in, in the same example that like Cultivate just did right now with the Bitcoin, right? Let's just say you had one Bitcoin right now as an example, and it went to a hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. You could sell that bit, that one Bitcoin mm -hmm. at a hundred thousand into a stable coin. It crashes down to forty thousand. You end up buying yourself oh two God. and a half Bitcoin. God Almighty! Holy shit, man! And that conversion, and then wow. from there, when it goes back up to a hundred thousand later on in the year, you'll be sitting on a, over a quarter of a million dollars. Mm -mm. Dude, just like that. That's just incredible how the math works. Yeah, you only have to do um, like right. two moves. <laughs> which is awesome yeah right exactly i mean dude like i mean and that's the thing you guys know exactly what to do in every situation if the unlikeliest event happens and we wake up and bitcoin it, tomorrow is at one hundred and one thousand dollars, we know exactly what to do just make sure you rewind to this part uh super chats are coming in hot and heavy hawkeyes m uh five dollars says can you explain how volume affects price rallies Ethereum volumes in some exchanges have and some exchanges have been low lately. Dollar cost. Uh, take a stab at that. In terms of the volume, um, the the volume it it depends on some exchanges. So there's ex there's exchanges that have very high volume, and it, you have to see that the the exchange you're on is trustworthy. So you have something right. called wash trading, where you have an exchange that does volume back and forth between themselves to make it look like there's a lot of action going on. Okay. So you have to be very careful on where you're you're looking at volume because you could be looking at some exchange called Tiger Bitcoin, right? And it's like, wow, oh, wow. over a bill over a billion dollars of transactions are happening on there. But I, but you you put your money in there, and, it, and nothing's going on. You it's it's literally if it's fake volume where like you see Coinbase, you see some names you recognize. Oh, yeah, that volume's yeah, yeah. actually real. In terms of low volume, it could just be that ex that exchange is just not a lot, not a lot's going on right there. And most of the exchanges is going over at you know on Coinbase or Kraken or you know Binance. If the ex if the right. volume is low on there, there is times when um, they're just buying pressure and there's not much selling. So that that could be why the price is going up. But you have to see this is more of a more of a complicated thing where you have to see you have to look into the order book and to see which side's being bought up more. If, if if even if the volume's low but it's all buying, the price starts going up. If no one okay. sells, that the price goes up, right? But when when you have right. high volume, people are buying and people are selling. So that's so one dollar here, two dollars here, three dollars here, okay, four dollars here. That makes that's sense. That's how it goes. That's a good explanation. Uh, cultivate, uh, cultivate. Uh, do you have a different take on that, or are you in lockstep here with uh, with dollar cost? Yeah, that's correct. And then also just two additional points. Uh, looking at he's talking about the exchanges in particular, then kind of broadening out, looking at the market in general. Um, one thing to understand about volume is kind of just going back to the question there, right? He's like, how does it uh, affect price rallies? It's more of a reflection of what's happening rather than how it's okay. affecting it, which means um, if we get lower volume, right? Usually it's during a consolidation period um, if it's the market as a whole. And as the price is consolidating, people just, it's a, a show of stability slash a little bit of indecision 
uh, which usually okay. low volume usually precedes uh, a big spike in volume. So what you'll see is kind of like a, a lower kind of step stair, stair step down in price and volume. And then you'll see kind of it kind of coming to like this kind of crescendo. And then it's either going to go one way or the other pretty um, volatilely. Uh, if that's the best okay. way to pronounce All that right. word, I mispronounced that word. I think. But I you know, like you know what I'm saying. Uh, with high volatility, <laughs> yeah, volatility is, is yeah. coming. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> but um, then in addition to that, um, it's who is buying. So sometimes in the market, especially in the current situation with Bitcoin, is if we have a lot of people buying um, with bigger amounts of money, they may be buying over the counter OTC. And if that's the case, mm -hmm. it won't show up as volume on the exchanges themselves as well. So. Um, just those okay. two additional points. Perfect. Good, good, good explanation, guys. Uh, Tomid uh, Shadman with three, four Canadian dollars. I appreciate that. Uh, Adric Perez wants to know, is XRP completely done or should I hold for the next few years while switching over to Litecoin and or Ethereum? Uh, dollar cost, your uh, thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> you already know my answer, Charlie. Well, um <laughs> <laughs> do, do not hold XRP during this time. It, it, there's okay. just too much volatility. Unless you literally don't care about the money and you're just going to leave it there to see what happens, do not do that. I, what, what I personally would recommend is just moving that over to either Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin, whatever you like. But with all the with all the stuff that's going on right now, it's about to be delisted in a couple days from, from Coinbase. Oh, yeah, the 18th? Yeah, that's yeah. coming on. Uh, yeah, that's Monday. Yeah. That's Monday. So sell it move over to a different coin wait if if you can then speculate much later on um because here's the big speculation that's going on with xrp if once they do go into court with the sec some people are going to start buying buying xrp probably on binance or kucoin whatever it's still listed and if they win the price is going to go up if they lose oh my gosh it's going to crash more than it's going to crash on monday Wow. Yeah. So Holy be God. very, very careful. You can lose a lot of, lot of money. It's best not even to play around in any of that volatility right there. It's just, just strengthen your position in a different token and just stay away from it. Okay. Very, wow. Very good answer. So I like how you made your position uh, very, very clear. It is not wise. So in your opinion, it is not wise to hold on to XRP right now. No. Okay, very good. Uh, we've got a $5 super chat from Noble Tyrant. It says, I'm an investor with 0.0095854 Bitcoin uh, and one whole Ethereum. Should I dump the Bitcoin and move to Ethereum? Cultivate, your thoughts. Simple answer is no. Um, okay. Basically, just because you do want uh, exposure to both in this market, do you want exposure to Bitcoin? Now, um, what you'd have to do on that is look at the dollar value ratio, right? Uh, and it also depends when he got in. So the entry point to Bitcoin was, let's say, under twenty thousand dollars. Then mm -hmm. just hold on to that Bitcoin forever, basically. Um, but if it was recently where he bought both, then maybe he could reposition himself to maybe be something like around eighty percent Ethereum, twenty percent Bitcoin. That's fine. Mm -hmm. So if the entry point is relatively similar to both, you can do that repositioning. Otherwise. Um, if it's a really good buy point for both, just stick to it. And then anytime you add to that position, just add more to Ethereum. Okay, perfect. Those are that's a very good and succinct answer. And I mean, believe it or not, I was actually thinking kind of the same thing, but 
It was just a guess. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I know anything about what I'm talking about here. Uh, Jason Moreno, uh, another five dollar super chat. He says, "What is Coinbase? Is that an app? I've heard the term wallet before, but I'm new to crypto. Thanks for the help." Okay, dollar cost. So we're gonna go crypto 101. Okay. Explain to Jason Moreno what is Coinbase? Is it an app? Wallet? Give him the Reader's Digest version on this 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 regular jargon here. It it what Coinbase is? It's the largest U.S. exchange. In the United States, it is both a wallet and app and everything. It's essentially you just download it on your on your iPhone or Android and put your information. It's going to ask you for something called KYC, which is know your customer. You're going to give them your social security number, your ID and everything and that, and then banking information. And then you'll just be able to buy cryptocurrencies right off your phone. It's, yep. it's one of the absolutely easiest way to ever buy crypto. You can buy Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, a, a host of other like 21 other cryptocurrencies on there that are allowed to be purchased in the United States. Careful not to buy XRP on it. Uh, <laughs> 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 and um, then from there, it's it's simple as that. And it's, it's both a wallet, but the wallet is being controlled by Coinbase. So at some point, you once you get to a certain point where it, it becomes feasible to buy for yourself a, a a cold storage wallet, or maybe you just create a MetaMask or some kind of different type of a wallet, then you can transfer those coins off of that exchange. That way, if the exchange sometimes the exchange goes down for maintenance, and you don't have access to your coins, and during that oh, maintenance yeah. period, there's volatility. Some people want to move their money into stable coins. Some people just want to keep it there. Other people are just really scared. Because they don't want the they don't like them not having access to their money, and most people, of course, most people don't want access to their money. So this oh, is yes. to tell people to take their money off the exchange once they're ready, not to leave, okay. not to leave their whole life savings on the exchange. Okay, yeah. uh, is that an eyeball behind you? Like, is that? Oh yeah, it's like, my uh, <laughs> my coach. Oh look at that! I was dude, like I kept seeing that. I was like, dude, is that a dog back there? You gotta be kidding me. Okay, well, the mystery, uh, mystery solved. Dose, yes, baby. that was. Uh, I like. I like how it's in there. That's very, very. That's very, very cool. Uh, nonstop Dre three sixty says for guys with less cash, should they buy Ethereum over Bitcoin? Cultivate your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of ways to answer this, but the simple answer would be, um, yeah, uh, basically because uh, not because of you get more coins, but more so because Ethereum right now, compared to where it's going in the market, has more to gain in terms of percentage. So a lot of people get really, really fixated on the dollar values, but really the the best way to understand if Bitcoin uh, or Ethereum are outpacing one or the other um, is to look at the percentage gains versus the dollar. Um, you could also look at the cryptocurrency to cryptocurrency charts, Bitcoin compared to Ethereum. But for the most people beginning, that's going to be a, a little bit more difficult. So percentage wise, Ethereum is going to go up more. So at, from this point in the market to, towards the end, then we want to get majority Ethereum. But I would say don't ignore Bitcoin, you know, put 10, 20 percent of what you want into Bitcoin, at least, because it will also stabilize your portfolio. Um, okay. Because it has, it's it's a bit less volatile than uh, Ethereum. Okay, very good. Uh, here's an interesting super chat here uh, from AI uh, Ten Australian Dollar says Microsoft has a market cap of 1.6 trillion at the share price of 212 dollars. Bitcoin is a pump and dump, and no pump and dump has ever recovered to higher highs. Dollar cost? Agree or disagree? Uh, I don't even. Yeah, I guess he's going to. I guess. I guess that's a disagree. That, that's a disagree, but um, it is not a. It's not a pump and dump or anything like that. I mean, it. 
you, the way he framed the question is no matter which way you answered <laughs> it, you would be you would be in the wrong right you say no so it is a pump and dump you say yes it is a pump and you see what i mean so yeah, yeah you, right yeah yeah i got you yeah yeah so it, question. It, it is it is a it, millions of people believe in this thing it's everywhere it's being it's being bought up by banks i mean that's not saying much but like <laughs> but it's being bought sure, up by sure. banks it's being bought by, by insurance companies um hedge funds family offices or smart retail investors and it's been here for a, quite a long time it's been around since 2009 it's still here still kicking and you're not going to be able to stop it so good luck to you sir so what do you think he was trying to do like i mean what is he like i don't understand the question like is he saying that this is all pointless or like what is that you want to answer this charlie yeah i I would okay let's give him the benefit of the doubt here a little bit right so if um he is truly a believer that bitcoin will not sustain itself uh the price is too high it's just going to dump and go to zero the peter schiff model um like like dollar cost said no problem you don't have to play this market. Good luck to you. No worries. Right. Um, right. Just don't look at this in 10 years and say, oh, man, I missed, you know, I should have got in. Yeah, yeah, I missed the next Amazon. I missed the next, um, you know, whatever Microsoft or whatever. Right. No regrets at that point. If that's your decision, perfectly fine. Not everybody needs to be in this market. Now, right. um, if we were to take a look at the charts here, uh, I, I just want to show oh, yeah. one. Let's do quick it. Hold thing. on. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let me <laughs> yeah. go to my uh, screen share. Oh boy, this is going to be funny. All so right, what you got? Data is king, right? So yeah, sure. especially on the internet. <laughs> so, <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right. Um, there, there's a. It'd be great if I had this video. Me and John have showed it on the Tokyo Crypto Show on his channel a couple times. But basically, right. all right. 2011, Bitcoin's two dollars. Pumps all the way up here to. $1,100, and then it crashes all the way down here to $158. Then right. it pumps, right, and it goes all the way up to 20000 and then it crashed hard all the way down to 3100 right? And obviously, you know, put a little sarcasm within there. Just, yeah, things start at $2 in 2011, continues to get higher lows, which, you know, anybody who looks at a market yes. Yes. knows that's it in happens. an uptrend. So until Bitcoin massively breaks below its previous lows, or even if I was to be, you know, uh, looking at this be- below its 200 week moving average, right, yeah. then, you know, I would start to be like, okay, maybe there's some uh, validity to that statement. But sure. there just isn't you look at the data, it's wrong. Yep. Uh, Bitcoin continues to grow. He said it doesn't beat its previous highs. I mean, what happened here at $20,000 a couple of, uh, you know, of months yeah, or weeks? Exactly. Ago. And when you say an average of a 200 per, so $200 per week, that's the average for the last 15 years, right? Um, yeah, if that stat is correct, I 2011, have not heard or, yeah, that 2011, before. I guess, for, uh, I, I, well, 2011 is nine years or, or 10 years, right? So for 10 ish years, the average, the average uptick is $200 per week for 10 years. Like, I don't understand, like, 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 I don't know. I think when people, when, when people attempt to, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bag on this guy. Right. But, but, but every time something, every time there is something good, and this is in every, this is in weight loss, skincare, the red pill, anytime something appears to be helping people and people take notice and people jump in, there always seems to be a naysayer and they're a naysayer. For no other reason but that they want to be a naysayer. 
That's the guy who never, he's the guy who just goes against the trend just because he wants to go against the trend. No other reason. Listen, man, most people, most people go with the things that they agree with. They go against the things that they disagree with. You can, tr you can mainly trust those people's opinions, right? But when you have a person who always goes with the trend and then a person who always goes against the trend, you can't trust either of those. You can't trust either of those, right? A lot of a lot of guys come to the red pill space. If I can go red pill with it, well, I'm not going to watch Donovan's show because I always know he, it's always going to be the woman's fault. Oh, contraire! Like you haven't watched me. Half the time it's the woman's fault. Half the time it's the man's fault. I have the now. Of course, listen. I can be objective. Am I going to be biased? Of course. I'm a man. I'm on this side of the space. So you could probably trust my advice a, a little bit less than someone who isn't a part of this community who's going to be honest with themselves. But to go against the grain, just to go against the grain, that doesn't serve anyone but that person. For oh look, this guy over here says Bitcoin is going to crash, dude. Bitcoin crashed this week and we're still at $36,000, right? I gave you guys $4,000 two weeks ago. Bitcoin crashed. I got $4,500 now, right? So, and again, I'm not trying to bag on the guy, but, to, but, but guys who are watching this, who are really thinking about jumping in, you can't listen. You can't listen to opinions like this. You just can't. There's always going to be somebody somewhere who just wants to piss on the parade so that we can all point and say, that's the guy that, dude, naysayers only have to be wrong. They only have to be right one time. That's why it's easy to be a naysayer. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, do you guys have anything else to add to that? Yeah, I'd say you said it very well there. Yeah. Okay, very good. All right, excellent. Uh, first name, last name, $5 Super Chat says, does moving your profits to a stable coin cause a taxable event? Uh, Miguel. Depends on your jurisdiction, but yes, currently okay. off, the, off the current laws. Um, okay, they're they're trying to change things around right now. Um, I don't want to get too political, but the, sure. the current administration's you know head of the treasury doesn't like crypto, but he's seems like he's out of here in the next couple of days, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, it seems that the other parties guy that's going to be very pro crypto so uh, we'll have to see how things shake out but i think legislation is actually going to come protect this industry just like they protected the uh the tech industry in the 90s and early 2000s okay i think the dog behind you is barking like can you move your head to see if we can see if he's barking <laughs> okay miguel I'm, listen uh, miguel i'm gonna leave you on the screen so that i can get your organic reaction uh j r a j rago 415 with the five dollar super chat wants to know okay give me a second is XRP worth buying now? <laughs> Rewind. I swear to God, we're gonna get this. This is this is this is this is insane. Oh wait, I gotta pull my mic up to my mouth real quick. Right, ready? Okay. Oh, oh, it's the first time I've ever seen this mic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not now. It, once once all this mess with the government is done with, then you could speculate on XRP. But until that point, you're going to end up losing money because it's going to start getting delisted from every exchange in the United States. And a lot of exchanges that want to do business with U.S. customers are also going to delist them because the there customers are more valuable than making money on selling the coin. That's there just you go. there you go. They just don't want this. Listen, regardless of the value of the coin, they don't want the stink on them, right? Like, that's what it comes down to. Mm. I mean, am I wrong or? No, you're right. No, yeah. You're 100% correct. I don't know. I can't, I, can't, I can't imagine why. Okay. Fathead said, $5, says, two weeks ago, you said leaving your money on Coinbase is okay, but if you do just a little more work, 
That's when you see outsized returns. Can you expound, please? Uh, Cultivate, I think you had said that, right? Or no? Can't remember 100%, to be honest, but... Um, okay. Yeah, well, if you're looking at I think we were talking about Uniswap coins and things like that. Remember how... Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So it, the whole the whole the whole thing was basically um, a lot of a lot of investors will be if you just if you can you can just focus on some of the main coins on Coinbase and you do okay but there's tokens that are outside mm. of that that are a little harder to get at so if you put in a little bit more work and go onto something like a Uniswap and, and you're able to get on coins a lot earlier before they list on Coinbase there's there's an arbitrage of hard work that you're able to uh, grab those coins and then when they do get listed on the major exchanges you. Are, your price rises with the new buyers. Oh, I remember you talking about yes. that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Yes, that was that was definitely okay. Okay, very good. Okay, that's good, man. We uh, our audience is paying attention. Uh, Des uh, with the six point three six California or California Jesus Christ Canadian dollar says each platform has their own fees and delay for a transaction. With the value of Bitcoin going up, will the fees stay sa- stable or also go up? Cultivate. The fees should generally stay stable, if not go down, actually, because you're going to have a more competitive market. And so with more exchanges, um, more people having options, um, they're going to compete more, right? And hopefully um, with better prices. Now, um, the one thing with Coinbase or or exchanges that have too, um, I was going to say too much power or too much uh, concentration of what's happening in the market on them they may actually increase their fees from time to time, but that will just drive people off of there into other places. Coinbase used to actually take care of some of your uh, transaction fees. Recently, they stopped doing that. So once yeah. people yeah. notice that, they start saying, okay, where else can I go for better, uh, you know, but a better uh, price, right? And so then they will sure. hopefully leave that exchange, but it, it depends, you know, uh, how long that usually takes to uh, shape out. Okay. Uh, Miguel, anything to add to that? Oh, sorry, I was muted. No, I mean I have to agree, I have to agree with Charlie. I mean it's that's just what it's just kind of the ebb and flow. So it's like if 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 one if one competitor ends up raising the price and the other one doesn't, the money starts flowing that way. And then in order to compete, they'll still lower the prices again, and then to get their business back. And it's just okay. Yeah, there's there's not like Coin Coinbase isn't just the only exchange you can use. You can use Gemini. You can use Kraken. There's a couple of other smaller ones. But basically, you're able to just shop around to get the best rate, and then. Buy your things there. Yep. Yeah, that's business. I think that's basic business practices, right? I mean, am I being too simple-minded about that or not? No. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Tyson Jalil with the five Canadian dollars says, Dot seems to be doing amazingly well. How much do you think it will be worth by the end of the year? Cultivate. Um, so I was talking about this on my show on Friday, actually, because uh, or on it was I, I think on Thursday, um, which um we pumped up from i've been talking about polka dots uh since uh july um when it well before it actually came out as an official token but uh i've been telling people to get as much polka dot under ten dollars as possible now i've shifted that to you know under 30 or even under 50 dollars is still uh, a relatively good buy for this i'm really okay thinking that polka dot does strong uh long term and so within this bull market it can go anywhere between 150 to 500 dollars and within this year I'm thinking $100 plus um, is where we're aiming for from this point. So um, there's okay. plenty of upside still on Polkadot. So uh, definitely grab some. Perfect. Perfect. I think the reason why Miguel's dog is barking is because he's trying to tell guys, stay away from XRP. <laughs> I think Miguel's dog is like, stay, woof, woof, XRP, bad, woof, woof, stay away from XRP. Uh, bad joke, but very funny. Um, let's see here. Ethereum Wheel, that's a clever name. 
$5 says, what companies that are developing smart contract-based apps are worth investing in? That is a very good question. Charlie, what do you got on that? Um, I would start taking a look at maybe uh, which companies <clears throat> other like hedge funds and different VCs are, are starting to invest in. So one okay. way that you can go and start doing that, because there's a million of them, right? And so okay. then understanding, okay, which ones are going to succeed um, is kind of the question. So you could go over to, um, there's uh, one of the bigger funds is uh, Pantera Capital, um, or okay. you can go over to, uh, there's another one called Three Arrows. You can go over to different sites uh, like this and see, okay, what are they investing in right now? And you know what can succeed? Right now, I would say a lot of decentralized exchanges um, are definitely going to be doing well. So you can't always necessarily- you can't always necessarily invest in them directly, but something, for example, like Uniswap was one that's been doing pretty well over the last one year. You could buy the Uni token, and that would be not an investment within the, the company itself, but within uh, the platform success. So you could, and a lot of these decentralized uh, platforms, right, are not going to have a actual company behind them. They'll have a, a group or an organization behind them. So yeah, getting the token related to them is what you can do there. Um, there's another one, for example, called Injective Protocol, INJ, um, which is also <laughs> building up as a new decentralized exchange here. That is something that you could look at and say, mm, you know, who's investing in that? Is Pantera Capital going towards that? Is Binance going towards that? Is, you know, some of the bigger players? If they are, hmm, maybe I might want to take a look into that. So it's very speculative at the moment with a lot of these applications and a lot of these decentralized exchanges. But, um, they're starting to grow and starting to take hold. So um, definitely something to pay attention to. So very good. Very answer. good answer, man. Listen, that was a great dude. You gave him, he asked you a $5 question. You gave him $25 worth of, uh, <laughs> Maybe a thousand. Answer, man. That was a Maybe really a good thousand. answer. <laughs> Maybe, oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, Android 17 with the two Canadian dollars wants to know, will crypto still be around after this decade? I'm going to give both of you guys a stab at this one. Uh, dollar cross. Or dollar cost, dollar cost. Uh, will Bitcoin be around after this decade? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. That's that's what I was thinking, but I don't know. I was I was thinking that you would. I think it was. I thought it was like another XRP question, and I guess it was. Now, what gear? Well, like no, there are no guarantees, but uh, what makes you confident that Bitcoin is going to be around in twenty thirty one? Will you ask me this? Yeah, 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 like what, uh, oh, like, like, okay. what, like, obviously you guys know, right? I just yeah. want you guys to yeah. tell the audience, hey, this is why we're confident that it's going to be around in ten years. Okay, it was just, it's just, we keep going back to the same thing with the fundamentals. Is that you? So, let, there you go. Outside, outside of the major, the major indices and the major companies that are starting to buy, buy Bitcoin, and usually those guys are. They, when they buy something, they're really holding it because they have the type of money where they don't need to really trade it around as much. Um, but you have you have these diehard guys that have been buying Bitcoin since 2009. Oh, 10, my God. 11, these guys are rich. they got to be retired. Yeah. And they've already oh, sold some of their Bitcoin into cash already, and they have businesses already. And then if the Bitcoin price ever does go down a lot, they're, they're going to buy it up. Like if I will buy like if like let's just say if Bitcoin ever went down to a thousand dollars, I am going to sell like the kitchen all sink. in, all in, <laughs> all in. And there's and there is there's tens of thousands of crazy guys like me out in this world that that price will not disappear. That's that's what I'm trying to tell you. And then two, you have, okay. you have these huge banks that see a good deal like that, they'll buy as well because they're now loud. Oh wow! 
because they're they're trying to get listen banks want to get it on the cheap too like banks will spend there listen they're not trying to spend a lot of money right they want to get the best deal possible correct cultivate crypto will crypto i know i sound very stupid asking you this question but listen i gotta give it the dignity will crypto still be around after this decade yeah, so it's 100% correct. It's all about the community. The community um, is strong and it's not going to go away. Um, it's going to be here to support the market. Then the market is only growing as the the supply becomes less. Demand equals the same, if not grows. Therefore, price goes up and right sticks around. People continue to make money on it. It continues to perform. No problem. Uh, I may or may not have created my entire business model around this uh, idea <laughs> <laughs> listen man this is economics 101 like i don't think you have to be a cryptocurrency expert to understand the principles that 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 give guys like you the confidence that bitcoin is going to be around after 2029 like i think i think it goes without saying i got a private question here it said it says should you put your savings account into bitcoin that's interesting yeah so i i would say here's here's a couple of ways to look at it. My short answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've done that time and time again. Um, but uh, I'll give a little bit more of a, a nuanced answer here just um, to kind of give it sure. some uh, clarification. So the way okay. that I look at Bitcoin and cryptocurrency right now, especially the main ones that you have to know what's good from what's not, right? Once you right. understand that, it's a glorified savings account, right? Um, if you're looking at it as a long-term place that you're not going to touch your money, um, great. You have less taxes on it and then it grows over time. It's You're going to get better outsized returns there than you're going to have holding it in cash, right? Just cash is going to keep okay. burning a hole in your pocket. Your purchasing power is going to become less, less, and less. So long-term, you know, you should hold more Bitcoin than, than cash in my opinion. Um, okay. Now, does that mean cash is going to die? No, not necessarily, right? We, we don't need to go down that road, right? They all have their uses. Now, should you go all in at the, you know, at the current moment, right? That's another question. I would say you want to make sure that you do have enough of a nest egg on hand for what you need to use in your daily life and over the next right. six months to a year. So as long as whatever you put into crypto is not going to be hurting for you short term and it, you're looking for it on the long term basis, then, you know, uh, I would say yes to that question. Uh, dollar cost. What are your What are your thoughts? Do you have a different uh, opinion on dumping your savings account into Bitcoin, or do you have a different take on that? No, I mean I mostly agree with Charlie. It's just it, it just depends. You just have to have enough money for life in yes. that okay. account. That's the important part. And then the extra. I mean, me, I'm 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 throwing as much cash as I can into crypto even now, and will continue to for the foreseeable future. But I'm not wow. took, taking the last bit of my savings. And throwing it in because you need some cushion there. But if you, once you yeah. have your cushion and you've got and you, it's it's almost like you're going back to the Dave Ramsey stuff. You know what I mean? Like you got to have a little bit of <laughs> a couple of, a month yes. of, of of savings. But yes. I I'm, I also just as an, an example, I also save a little bit of the money into a stable coin to have dry powder for when there that mega dick dip huh. happens. Boom! I buy the bottom. You know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Dude, that's like a multi dude. That's like a multi-faceted, multi-angle approach there, man. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Dry like what so dry powder, that's what you can sort of detonate if yeah. the bottom drops mm. out. Oh wow, that makes perfect sense. That yeah. makes perfect sense. And you can store, uh, you can store it into whatever uh, I would recommend storing it into uh USDC, not tether. We can go mm. into that in some other time, but USDC okay. is a stable coin of, of Coinbase, so it's a lot safer. In 
terms of it getting sued, just like from the SEC and any other stuff, because um, there's rumblings that something might happen with Tether. So I'd rather have, if I'm going to have my money in into a stable coin, I'd rather be in USDC. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Good answers, guys. Um, Ark Invest, I'm sorry, Ark Invest says, Jason Moreno, another $5, says, Ark Invest has amazing predictions with a market analysis and future predictions of Bitcoin. They nailed it on Tesla. Thoughts on Kathy Wood? I have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, Charlie, want to want to take a stab at this one? Yeah, recently she said some positive things about Bitcoin. I, I know, um, yeah, she called it on Tesla, and now she's calling for Bitcoin to have massive success. So I would okay. say... You know, my thoughts on her opinion are, I agree. Um, my thoughts on where she's coming into this market is pretty interesting. Um, I think I've said this on my channel or maybe here before as well, which is uh, the mainstream or the banks, right? The bigger players, they don't, nobody wanted to be first with Bitcoin. But at the same right. time, nobody <laughs> wants to be last. And That's so, right. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't want to be the last guy in the block like Peter Schiff being like, yeah, you just get trolled and made fun of and being people uh, always say like, I thought you were a financial um, guru. Like, how come you don't uh, see this as an opportunity? Right. Clearly, yeah, it's doing well. So What's I think this guy's she, name, Peter, who Peter Schiff, S-C-H-I-F-F. Um, he's okay, a yeah, Peter's right. See, Peter Schiff is that dude who more often than not. Listen, I don't I've, that, yep. I've never heard of this guy. I think this guy likes to go against all of the good trends. Oh, Bitcoin is just a fad. It's just a trend. Listen, one of my favorite, uh, the best sports talk radio host ever, Colin Cowherd. Dude, he's been mm. talking shit about Bitcoin for five years. He's been talking <laughs> about it for five years. At $36,000, it was at thirty-four yesterday, I think. He's still talking shit about it. He says, listen, you you Bitcoin idiots, blah, 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 blah. Listen, there's no, he said, there's no, um, uh, what did he, what was the term that he used? There's no centralized blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, Cowherd is really smart. He's kind of missing the point because that's, that's the power of cryptocurrency. There is, I mean, there is no, there is no leader. There is no, you know, um, uh, 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 central figure. Yeah, there is no central figure, right? Like, this is why there are certain things that need a governing body. Boxing, for example. Right. The reason why boxing, and I know I'm bringing a lot of different things into this, but I'm going to tell you all this. The reason why boxing is not, but the reason why boxing is not as relevant today as UFC is because there's no governing body. Dude, there's no boxing commissioner. It's, you know, Don King, Bob Arum, Oscar De La Hoya. If those guys don't pitch the fights, nobody's watching the fights. There right. is okay, so there's the Nevada State Athletic Commission, but they just give people the right to fight in Nevada. There's no governing body. Well, Dana White came in with the UFC. Anything that has to do with MMA, we know that Dana White is the centralized figure. He's the guy that's in charge. No matter where fights are going on, Dana White is the guy that makes it happen. That's good in sports. That's not good in banking. Anytime there, anytime there is a centralized figure or a governing body, people get taken advantage of. And this is why cryptocurrency is thriving because we'll go all the way back to episode one. People are sick and tired of having $86,000 in a bank account and not being able to spend 2,500 of it. I may or may not be talking about myself. And so people are like, dude, I'm sick of this. Like, I'm tired of these governing bodies holding all my money, lending it to people, not giving me any of the interest, but then looking, give, then giving me the side eye when I walk in there, I want to take out any more than any more than five figures. So this guy, uh, uh, Peter Schiff, he's just that dude who doesn't like it when everybody goes to the new thing. And he now he looks like a fucking idiot. So good for that guy. 
And, um, and, and just to mention the last thing about Kathy Wood there, yeah. then she's getting yes. in at the right exact time where it's like a, a little bit before the rest of the herd, but early enough, you know, that uh, it's still a really good call. So I, I think yeah, uh, her opinion is pretty interesting. Uh, your thoughts on Kathy Wood, uh, dollar cost? I mean, she's a rainmaker. I mean, you, you just got to be right a couple times on sort of things. And like a, t a lot of people were giving, I mean, anyone who said anything positive about Tesla for the last like five years had just been completely like, you know, crapped on this entire time. Right. And now right. these last two years, Tesla has really started to shine. The stock price has proven it's the stock. It's one of the few stocks in the whole planet that acts like a cryptocurrency in terms of the gain. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's why everyone's going bonkers over it. And people, I mean, I, I mean, I, I have family member, I have family members that work at Tesla and have have become wow. millionaire stock options already. And it's like Jesus it's, Christ. Yeah, oh it's 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 insane. It's insane, but it's uh, th that's the beauty of hope. It really, it yeah. really, it, it, yeah. it's it's a new future, and that's why people invest. They call it millennial stocks, but it's the yeah. same with cryptocurrency as well. It's because we want a new type of money, and it, this is the future. We don't want the old. We want the new, and that's just okay. Very good. Listen, the world is going to change. It's going to evolve, man. You can either the train is going to leave the station, man. You can jump on the train or you can stay on the platform like all the other idiots. Um, Vic Nova, 10 Canadian dollars, says just got into crypto. Charlie, love your channel. I bought uh, Ethereum. Hold on. Ethereum Celsius. Oh, damn. I don't know what the other ones are. XLM ADA. Oh, I know what dot is. So three out of five. What are your thoughts on Hex today? Is it worth it or too sketchy? Miguel. Oh, okay. So he wants to know Miguel's thoughts. Uh, uh, dollar cost. What are your thoughts on Hex, Hex coin? And then we'll get uh, Charlie's opinion on this. No, I, I like it. It's basically just a, it's a centralized CD on the blockchain. So it's, it's just, okay. it's a, okay. it's a coin that uh, is replicating a bank, a bank product. Uh, okay. Celsius, okay. as well as one of the coins on there too, is basically a decentralized high interest bank account with loans. So honestly, I I like Hex. Um, I would personally would recommend buying it under a penny, which it is right now. It actually went down, mm. I think down twelve percent. So if you want to speculate on it, now is not a bad time because you're buying <clears throat> you're buying under a penny. Okay. And, Very yeah. good. Not a bad time. I'd it's start. almost like it's almost like getting form. Uh, they say in order to perfect your form under like on weightlifting, start with light weights. Mm, right, I think right. this would kind of apply to that. Hey, man, it's only pennies. You can kind of oh, okay. So I lost you know sixteen cents. You know I learned uh, I learned a lesson. Yeah. Uh, cultivate. What are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on Hexcoin? Yeah, I would say it's proven itself over the last one year like pretty astoundingly well. Um, it's built up, I think, from basically a small community on Uniswap. It's a, a true, de like, uh, it's been on a truly decentralized place where the market decides, right? It doesn't, the prices of these coins, they don't care um, what me, you, or the other guy think. Um, sure. They just care about, okay, do people, uh, are people speculating on this? And pe do people understand it and believe in, in what's happening? And so the market decided that Hex is going to survive. Um, it survived a hell of a lot longer than a lot of other cryptocurrencies. It's currently, like Dollar Cost said, there it's under or it's around or just under a penny, which you know compared to where it can go in this bull market is very good. Yeah. Now, will it survive the next bear market? That's the huge question with any new cryptocurrency. But it is still pretty speculative, so be careful, right? Don't put your entire life savings in that one. But I think, can you make money on it? Definitely. Yeah. How old is Hexcoin by chance? I mean, it, it's just it was created December of 2019. Oh wow! So it's yeah. brand new. Holy yep. moly! Okay. No, yeah. Uh, do your research. Just go to hex.com 
best place that all the information is there if you want to look into it. Like never, never buy anything without researching your token yeah. completely. Full, uh, you know, but Bitcoin and in in Ethereum is, you know, every, you know, you pretty much find out whatever you need to find out about those two. But on any other coins, make sure to do your research. Okay, that's sound advice. Uh, Nonstop Dre three sixty wants to know: Is it bad to have Bitcoin on Cash App for long periods? That's an interesting question. Uh, cultivate your thoughts. Um, having your Bitcoin, I, I would say, on anything that's connected to the internet for a long period of time, just make sure that you're going through uh, security practices like having a two-factor authentication uh, login. There you go. That reduces anybody's chance of getting into your account um, with any of these ex uh, exchanges or any of these applications um, by a lot more. Um, I prefer right to have it in my control off uh, something that's not connected online as much as possible, but that also depends on the amount you're holding. So if you view it as kind of like your physical wallet, how much money would you physically hold in your wallet as you're walking around town, right? Maybe similarly with something that's connected to the internet, right? Maybe $1,000 or $2,000 isn't such a big deal, but if it's ten, twenty thousand $20,000, then maybe you might want to take that offline, put it on a cold storage wallet. Okay, very good. Uh, dollar cost. Same, yeah, same thing. Yeah, um, if you're holding a Security Bitcoin practices. or more, if you're holding Bitcoin or more, yeah, I'd, t I'd take it off. But some people, I, I mean, I use I use my Bitcoin as sometimes I just need money or something like that. I have a card right there, so I keep a small amount in there. What I need for spending cash, if I do, okay. if I do need money, yeah. Right, and you actually put me onto that because I now, it's not. Wait. Oh, wait a minute. Here is my. Of course, I can't get it out. Here is my, boom. Uh, uh, yeah, that's my Cash App card. Nice. Yeah, oh, hold on. Oh, you know, hang on a second. There we are. Perfect. There's my Cash App card. Cash App Donovan Sharp. There it is. Cash App Donovan Sharp. I'm waiting for it to come into focus. Yes. So if you guys want to donate, Cash App Donovan Sharp or Cultivate Crypto or Dollar Cost Crypt. Okay. There we go. Um, Robert D. Nero. That's cute. I says, is, is Ethereum yeah, right? Is Ethereum a great buy right now at twelve hundred fifty-seven dollars? Charlie, yes or no? Yes, um, it's right next to its all-time high of one thousand four hundred dollars, which might freak some people out. But Bitcoin leads the market. Bitcoin already broke past its all-time high. Just a matter of time before Ethereum does. Once it does, right, it will break past um, fourteen hundred to about two to three thousand pretty quickly. So you're going to want it by that time. Uh, if you do get any, you know, like we said here before, always make sure you have a little cash on the side um, for any dips. So if it does dip, then you can buy some more. Um, but yeah, it, it's still a solid buy at this price. Okay, perfect. We're going to go back and forth here because we're uh, going to round third and head for home here. Buy houses, $5. Says, How do you feel about Chainlink and Wise Token for the future? Dollar cost. Chainlink, yes. Wise Token, no. Okay. Uh, Ch Chainlink's being used by just about everything. I mean, Everything is going to be using Chainlink in terms of getting, if aggregating information as an Oracle. Uh, Wise Token, I'm just Ain't very, 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 I'm very skeptical about <laughs> the money in the pool there. Like, I, I feel like there might be a rug pull at some point. Oh, By rug pull, okay. I mean you, you, you think the money's there and then yes, it's gone. I've actually heard of that. I, I heard about that. I knew what you were talking about there. See? I'm not. Uh, I'm not completely uh, useless. Um, Miguel Hernandez says, uh, "What do you gentlemen think about Monero? Uh, cultivate." Absolutely, best privacy coin out there. 
Um, it's something that I think is needed within the crypto space. So it's going to continue to perform that function. And yeah, just outstanding coin. One of the best cryptocurrencies in existence uh, in terms oh, of function. Wow. Okay. All right. That's the very first time I've ever heard of it. Um, buy house. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, Fathead. Uh, $5 says, wish I would have bought 7,002 Bitcoin back when it was $2 and you can guarantee I would never lose my password. Two guesses left. Good luck, brah. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate that, fathead. Uh, Godspeed, Kalsi, uh, five California, California, Jesus, five Canadian dollars. Yeah, you know what? California needs their own money because uh, California is broke. Um, if you if if you have to put your money, physical gold at home versus Bitcoin, in what ratio? Parking value, long term point of view. Thanks, love you, brother Sharp. That's a very interesting question. So it sounds to me like he's thinking, he's talking about diversifying his portfolio more or less, right? He, he wants to diversify his portfolio between gold, physical gold, Bitcoin, et cetera, et cetera. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, let's go to, a, I want to get both your thoughts on this. Uh, cultivate crypto, then we're going to dollar, a dollar cost on this. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I would say it's good to have both, right? Um, because okay. physical gold um, is something that, uh, just like Bitcoin, as long as nobody comes in and like steals that from you, right? Or, or tries to take it from you, you have sole ownership of that. And it, through it's um stood the test of time basically so okay. um but that being said if you look at the the chart of gold and the history of gold yeah it's bullish uh, and yeah it's growing but it, it has more manipulation in that market actually than bitcoin does and that might be kind of shocking to some people oh because, yeah more people yeah. hear the news of the opposite Holy right shit. Yeah, yeah 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 but actually there's uh with gold right you can't trade it on most of these exchanges globally um, with sure. physical gold, right? You right. trade right. it with paper <laughs> and contracts. And so yeah. you got guys like JP Morgan and, and these bigger banks who've actually been um, found guilty of price manipulation and suppression of that price because yes. they're, they have more of these paper contracts than, uh, or it's like 50-50, something like that right now, where you have a lot more paper than the physical stuff. So will the price appreciate a lot? Not necessarily. Uh, it, it will go up from here, I believe. but um, it's more of a maintainer of your purchasing power and your value. So is it better than cash? Definitely. Um, okay. So if you want to grow the amount of money that you're having, or if you want it stable, yeah, you know, whatever ratio you're comfortable with there. But if you want to grow your money more um, over the next decade, I would say Bitcoin's the way to do that. I like that. So if you want something stable, gold is probably going to be your best bet. If you yep. want to... Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Miguel, what are your thoughts uh, in terms, do you agree with the ratio? So if somebody put, okay, listen, I'm going to give you $1,000. Um, I'm going to give you $1,000. 33% okay. of it, 333 is going to be gold. 333 is going to be in the dollar. 333 is going to be in cryptocurrency. How are you shuffling that up? Which are you getting rid of? Which are you getting more of? Right. In, ter in terms of what the ratios and everything like that, obviously I'd have more, yeah. I would have more cryptocurrencies than I do gold. But it also okay. depends on who I'm talking to. If I'm talking to some millennial guy or some Zoomer, um, he, he probably owns no gold at all, and it's all probably sure. either either it's all cash to him or all crypto. And I would just tell him to be like huh. twenty percent cash, eighty percent crypto. If I'm talking to somebody that's closer to retirement and yeah, yeah, yeah. he already has a sizable amount of gold, what I would probably do if at that point is I would start. I would probably sell half of that gold off and, and put it into cryptocurrencies, but not get rid of the entire thing because you do need stability. So it depends yes. on what they want to play around with. If, if their entire retirement portfolio is already gold, they, they shouldn't mess around with it if it's that. But right, if, leave it there. Yeah, leave, leave it there. I but like if it, that. 
yeah, it, it's always dependent on the person's situation. Um, okay. If, if, if someone feels comfortable, like let them have a couple ounces of gold. That's fine. But you should have some crypto. Sure. It's, I feel like actually it's irresponsible not to have crypto at this point. I really yeah. do. Okay. I like your answer though, because it, it, it makes perfect sense. If you're talking to a 25 year old kid who is just starting his career, well then yeah, dude, I mean, cryptocurrency, yeah. he's not guys like that. Don't understand probably the concept of gold, but if you're talking to a boomer, who's obviously on the back nine, he's not, he or she is not looking to take, I mean, well, you know, listen, if you're 86 years old and you know, you're about to, you know, yeah. be in the twilight of your life. What you don't need that kind of excitement. Stay with the gold, maybe have some cash, maybe some crypto to add a little bit of spice in your life. But I like that answer. It depends on who you talk to and where they are in life. I did not expect that answer, but that makes it the most sense. Um, Ryan Sullivan says LCX crash still holding. I have no idea what that is. Do you know what that is? He's been chilling. He he loves that coin. He just keeps putting super chat chats in for the coins he likes. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Ryan Sullivan. Listen, he he's crazy like a fox. LCX is all of a sudden going to go to like $100 million and he's going to be rich. Freelance Ronan says, great show. Thank you for making crypto far more understandable. Appreciate that. Ralph E, $5, says, if the government made its own crypto, how much impact will it cause on other cryptocurrencies? I want to get both your thoughts on this, starting with Charlie. They are making one. <laughs> so oh. it, it's not going to be a crypto. What is it, Joe coin? Uh, it's basically the Fed coin. Um, okay. And what it's called is a central bank digital currency. So it is a digital currency, but it's not a cryptocurrency, but basically okay. takes the same. It takes, it's funny because of how much the media and the government and the banks have been against. Oh yeah. Right. But now, now they're all, now they're all in, right? Those mm -hmm. bastards. Yeah. And you got Christine Lagarde who says within the next five years, the EU will have a digital central bank, digital currency for go. the Euro. It will See be that? for China's going to be the first one. Japan's going to have one. America's going to have one. So by the end of this decade, right. Sending cryptocurrency or sending digital currency. And there's going to be a, a fine, uh, line between how they discuss those two terms, right? They're yes. going to say cryptocurrency is bad, digital currency good. Um, how it'll affect cryptocurrency though? Uh, I think it'll make it, like I said here, uh, sending cryptocurrency or sending digital currency then will be the norm. It won't, it'll be like sending Venmo, right? If you asked somebody 20 years ago, like, how do I do this Venmo thing? If it were to have existed back then, people would be like, oh, that's kind of revolutionary crazy. Now everybody knows how to do it, right? And then right. 10 years from now as well, same thing. Uh, it's going to make okay. it less scary for people to be able to uh, send and, re and receive uh, different types of digital currency. Okay, very good. I like the uh, I like the uh, I like that answer. Um, Matthew Connor uh, says, "I'm paying off debt and only have a hundred bucks a week to invest. What coin would be the best to start until I can increase my investing dollar cost? What are your thoughts on that?" Ethereum. Ethereum. Okay. Yeah. You're an Ethereum guy for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, what? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Miguel. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Just, yeah. Ethereum, uh, even though we don't, we should, you shouldn't, it shouldn't matter about the unit bias sort of thing with, with like coal coins, but over a certain amount of weeks, over 10 weeks, you should be able to get yourself a full Ethereum and that's going to make you feel nice. And because it feels nice, you'll end up continuing on. It's sort of like the Dave Ramsey sort of thing where you like, it's, there's a real, there's a really, uh, there's a real there's a real fast way to pay off your debt and there's a real emotional way to pay off your debt but the emotional side you'll end up doing it because it feels good so okay. that's very good that's, that's why really that's why it feels very yeah well hang on hang on a second not a problem <laughs> hello uh you got a 
Uh, Miguel, it's for you. He wants to know. Uh, again, Miguel, he wants to know what you think of XRP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good, wasn't it? Again, <laughs> I had Devin call. I had Devin call my phone. That was funny. I just nice. wanted to get. To, I just wanted to get. I couldn't hold on to it. I wanted to get your reaction. I couldn't. Couldn't give a straight face. Uh, guys, very, very, very good show, man. This was extremely informative. We're gonna leave off, uh, Charlie. If you would, I want you to share that graphic. Uh, share that graphic of my portfolio uh, just to show guys where where I used to be, where I am now. And so, okay, so Charlie, if you would, uh, if you would, Charlie, uh, go ahead and explain where I started, where I'm at now, what you're doing, the moves you've made, et cetera. So I started off with $4,000. Take it from there. Perfect. So you can see in the, this account here that uh, Donovan has 4560 some dollars, right? Um, and then we also look at how much that is compared to Bitcoin. So your Bitcoin value um has not changed dramatically right it's uh basically uh still a uh, 0.1257 and some change uh bitcoin that you started with the dollar value has gone up by 500 dollars um yes which is great right within the matter of a couple of weeks no problem whatsoever um what we've done with that um is we've actually taken about uh, because we're pretty close to your entry price, we're, I think your entry price was around $35,000. So since we're around that same entry price, we've decided to go heavier towards Ethereum and, okay. and then um, kept about $1,000 uh, towards Bitcoin. So um, okay. yeah, uh, most basically 80% uh, or so towards Ethereum. And yeah, the dollar value here and the Bitcoin value um, is uh, okay, relatively perfect. similar. Excellent. So I started off. So I started off with four thousand dollars, and now I have forty five hundred dollars. Even though Bitcoin took a crap. Correct. This well, relatively speaking. So again, guys, listen. We're gonna we're gonna be giving weekly updates just so that you guys can see these guys know what they're doing. I have listen. I've given them my money. I I've told them guys take the wheel. You guys are going to do this because you guys are going to see. Th these are obviously two of the most knowledgeable guys I've ever spoken to. There isn't a question where they think, what is that? What is he talking about? These guys have all the answers. Um, let's go ahead and end things here. Uh, Charlie, tell the people where to find you. Uh, you can go over to uh, my YouTube channel, which is Cultivate Crypto. Um, and um, yeah, we have a daily live stream there during the week uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then... Um, you can go over to my website as well, cultivatecrypto.com, uh, and uh, get in touch with me by email if you uh, have questions. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, Miguel, yeah. tell, them, tell the people where to find you. Yeah, you can find me at Dollar Cost Crypto on YouTube and on Twitter, and I will be dropping a new podcast tomorrow afternoon, right after Moon Gang. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, very good. Right after Moon Gang. Uh, guys, that is going to do it for this edition of Crypto Oasis. Like I said, these two guys are absolutely the best in the business. Uh, guys, listen, man, I think I speak for everyone uh, when we all thank you very much for your wisdom. Thanks for having the patience to go on here and deal with a guy like me. We will see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel on Crypto Oasis.
If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description.